When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for the weekend mailbag. So for that, we bring in our friend, the editor of JetNation.com and, of course, co-host Jet Nation Radio, Mr. Glenn Naughton. Glenn, what's up, brother? Uh, Doing good, man. Listen, what what Jets fan isn't feeling good? Zach Wilson just won the uh, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. So, you know, there's we have that going for us, even as the season winds down to an early end. If I would have told you during that Jets-Giants game, that the two quarterbacks in that game at some point <laughs> in the season were both at the same time going to win AFC and NFC Offensive Player of the Week, respectively. I can't imagine the kind of betting odds you could have gotten on that. Oh, my God. I mean, especially if you could say, here's how, especially in Zach's case, here's how he played up to that point. You'd be like, there's no way. Just unbelievable. And Tommy DeVito, who they wouldn't even let throw in that game, ends up winning NFC Offensive Player of the Week. So just a crazy turn of events. By the way, not that it really matters because DeVito did very well and his story is cool, but Brock Purdy should have won NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Doesn't really matter, though. Side note, but still amazing feat for those two guys considering where they were mere weeks ago. Let's jump into the mailbag, and we'll start with this one from Jim Jets. He asks, will Mekhi Becton be here next year, regardless of what the Jets do in the draft, which I think should be an offensive tackle? Now, I think tackle is the strong leader in the clubhouse, depending on where they end up picking and who's on the board, but I wouldn't lock myself into that. 
because this is a very deep tackle class. So you might be able to get a guy either trading back into the second round or trading down and getting a tackle after maybe getting somebody elsewhere. I think you should definitely consider other possibilities depending on who's on the board because there's a lot of good receivers and obviously Brock Bowers in here too. But I do agree, all things equal, tackle would be what you'd want first above anything else. As far as Mekhi Becton, at this moment, it doesn't look like he's coming back. It seems like there's a little bit of animosity on both sides. The Jets coaching staff doesn't really trust him. And Becton, you could understand there was some shade thrown his way in the past. So there's not a great relationship there based on the pieces you put together here. So I don't think he's going to come back because I don't think they're going to tag him. I don't think he's going to take a one-year prove-it deal here. If he's going to do that, I think it would be somewhere else where he could get a clean start. Anything's possible, though. We know that he's become kind of tight with Aaron Rodgers. So maybe Aaron Rodgers takes him aside and says, big man, I need you back here. I'm not ruling it out. But if you were to ask me right now to make a choice whether or not I think Becton is back next year, I'd say probably not. Yeah, I I probably uh, for most of the season, I, my my take was that the Jets would not re-sign Mackay Becton long term. He would get franchise tagged, and then they would sign him long term if he stayed healthy next year. Um, that being said, I also remember when that interview came out this off season, where he really shockingly, you know, went out and and said a lot of things that he didn't need to say publicly. I wondered if that might kind of create a level of animosity that the, the two sides wouldn't be able to get past. I think the Jets are at a point now where they're saying, and again, I'm, I'm just guessing here, obviously, but I, I think they're probably going to let him walk and say, hopefully someone gives him enough money that, the you know, the, the, the comp formula of draft position, playing time, salary, hopefully it gets us a, a you know, a fourth round pick, maybe, a, maybe a fifth, whatever. Um, and let's move on, which it's, there's a part of me, like you said, Scott, I, I, I can't say I'm a hundred percent, you know, that I feel very strongly either way. Because there is that part of me that says, and and I talked about this uh, a couple days ago on our show, I think it was Albert Breer who tweeted out, you know, and this isn't any big secret, offensive lines around the league right now are a mess. And, and you know, Breer attributed it to the, the new CBA where teams aren't getting the same amount of practice time as they used to. And offensive linemen are at a premium more than ever. But I, I still could see the Jets let him walk, but I could also see them saying internally, like, listen, this isn't a perfect situation. He he didn't have a, a phenomenal season, but he's still a capable starting tackle, and there aren't many of those out there on the market. So they may try, but I'm I'm leaning toward they let him walk and try to get that comp pick. Yeah, Glenn, I think you're right. I'd like to see Becton come back, but my hunch is based on the information that's out there and just sort of reading the tea leaves that both sides probably want to make a clean break here. Michael Pallas asks, with Zach Wilson, A, if that report in Deseret News is true, is it possible that both sides or at least one side could reconsider and Zach Wilson ends up here next year? And B, if Wilson plays really well the rest of the games this season, should the Jets consider the fifth-year option? Let's start with the first part of this. I think obviously anything's possible in terms of people changing their mind. If Wilson plays well the next couple of games – and the Jets like what they've seen, and Wilson becomes more comfortable here, and Rodgers puts his arm around him and says, kid, this is exactly what we thought would happen. You're going to be the guy when I step away, stick around. Then sure, maybe he stays. I've seen people suggest that if Wilson plays really well, he's not going to want to sit one more year behind Aaron Rodgers. He'll want a chance to start. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But as far as the fifth-year option, 
I've said this before. If he plays really well and both sides reconsider and decide that Wilson needs to be here for the foreseeable future, even if it's sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, the fifth-year option should be the last resort. What they should try to do is something similar to what Green Bay did with Jordan Love, sort of a patchwork deal where he's not getting paid break-the-bank money, but he's also not getting paid regular backup money, if that makes any sense. That would be what I would try to do, maybe give him a three-year deal and see if he'd be willing to do that. Fifth-year option would only be a last resort if they can't get something like that done. And, of course, this is only provided that Wilson plays really, really well. I'm not talking about, like, okay. I mean, really well, like something close to at least what he did this past week against Houston. Doesn't have to be 100% of that, but, like, 80% of that. If he does that the rest of the year, then you have those conversations, of course, if both sides are willing to come back to the table, if that report in Deseret is true, that the Jets and Wilson had had a meeting of the minds once he was benched for Tim Boyle, that he would be moved in the offseason to a different destination to get a clean start. I think the most important part of what you said is is Aaron Rodgers. And I think he's having him intervene, funny enough, because we just said the same thing with Becton. But I think even more so with Wilson, um, he would have to play a role in that. Because put yourself in Zach Wilson's shoes. If he goes, let's say hypothetically, he, he throws for 250, 260 the rest of the way, um, you know, between six and eight touchdowns, one or two picks, well enough that the team wants to keep him around. The, the the prevailing thought out there seems to be that if Aaron Rodgers is healthy and happy, he's hanging around for two more years. If you're Zach Wilson, do you want to spend two more seasons on the bench waiting for a job? I, I think I think asking him to sit for one was was fair, but saying, hey, we want you to sit for two more. I mean, obviously he didn't sit this year, but was forced into action. I, I just I if if you're a competitor, I find it hard to believe that you're gonna be willing to say, Okay, I'm I'm gonna be happy to sit for the next two full seasons. You know, maybe you start if, if there's an injury or whatever, but take the risk of not taking another snap for the next two years. Um, I think that's a lot, especially if he does play well and there's a team out there that says, we're willing to give you at least a shot to compete for a starting job. If you're a competitor, you're going to want to go to that. So there's the part of me, of course, if Wilson plays well and balls out, I want him to hang around. Um, but do I think he would? I would be absolutely shocked. And I think the only chance of that happening Lays in Aaron Rodgers saying, look, man, like, here's why you should stay. And, you know, if we play the way we expect to, you'll get a few starts late in the season when we have a playoff spot locked up, stuff like that. But I I have a hard time believing Wilson would come back if he plays well. And I have a hard time believing he would be okay with the Jets reneging if they did, in fact, promise him there would be a deal. In which case, I think you would you would have his agent telling him just don't show up to camp and wait till they trade you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from JP Waxer. He asks, How do you prioritize both the offensive line and wide receiver in the coming year? The team obviously needs upgrades badly at both. Well, I think how you approach this is. There's a good free agent class at wide receiver. Now, we don't know how many of these guys are actually going to hit the market. Some of them could get tagged, and some of them could sign before free agency begins. I had thought that Mike Evans was definitely going to leave Tampa because it looked like there was a parting of the ways coming. He did say he's going to explore the market and free agency, but I also expected Tampa to be way worse than they are. Not that they're good, but as we record this, they're 6-7, and seven, and believe it or not, in first place in that division. And the division is really, really bad. So maybe Evans thinks there's a chance he can win there more so than he would have thought before and sticks around. But if he's available, that's a guy I think you go after. T. Higgins is slated to be available. I think there's a chance Cincinnati tags him and then trades him. Michael Pittman Jr. is slated to be available, but I think the Colts probably work something out with him before free agency. And Calvin Ridley is not getting talked about enough. We'll see what happens there. But if he shakes loose... That's a guy you already know the Jets liked because it's been confirmed that Joe Douglas was trying to trade for Ridley before he got suspended. He's had an under-the-radar really nice year with Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. If he becomes a free agent, that's a guy you could target. And then obviously everybody knows about Devontae Adams and the possibility of the Jets getting him if the Raiders make him available. So I'd look to try to do something in free agency at wide receiver just so you don't go into the draft desperate. Because I think you still want to draft a wide receiver, but if you get one of those guys, then you can draft one later in the draft rather than being under pressure to try and make something happen relatively early. Offensive line, I'm not going to lie to you, generally really good offensive linemen don't become available in free agency. So I think the Jets are probably going to have to use premium picks on the offensive line again. I know a lot of people hate that because they've done it several times already. You have to hope that maybe Carter Warren shows you something that makes the Jets think that he could be one of the starters. And then that way they only have to fill one of the tackle spots immediately. But the Jets have some work to do on that offensive line. No question. Elijah Vera Tucker is now a guy that you can't really rely on. He's missed 22 out of 34 games the last two years for as good as he is. You got to have a contingency plan. You've also got to realize that odds are you will need two starting tackles. Maybe you can find a way to patch one in free agency, but you might need to get both in the draft, which also adds fuel to the fire of a possible trade down. So there's a lot of layers to this, but my answer is I would try to go full blast after one of those wide receivers in free agency, hope to get one. And then I could take at least a little bit of a breath when it comes to the offensive line, knowing that I don't have to be desperate going into the draft at wide receiver and I can focus more on the offensive line. You know, you do want to do that. You you know, the, the ideal offseason always when you is when you address as many needs as possible through free agency and then give yourself that much more flexibility in the draft. Like personally, I'd like to and you know, 
Uh, I say all the time, Scott, that they're, they're, I don't know why, but fans at some point got to a point where they, you hear people talk about players as if there's, you know, there's two categories of players. There's future Hall of Famer and everyone else is garbage. Like the number of like average to maybe, you know, maybe slightly below average, but you're going to have handfuls of those guys on every roster. Anyone slightly to below average to, to average and better, like you're going to have some of those guys on your team starting and it's not the end of the world if they do. Like, and when I think of, like, I think of a guy, you know, that we, I can't remember if we've mentioned it here. I know we talked about it on my show, but somebody like Jonah Williams, right? Offensive tackle for the Bengals kind of wanted, wanted out. He's been a solid, but not spectacular player. But if you can get a guy like that and then a free agent, you know, you mentioned a few receivers, Marquise Brown is set to hit a uh, free agency, you know, a burner uh, who can line up on the outside. You get, let's say hypothetically, you sign Jonah Williams and Marquise Brown. Neither one should break the bank but both of them offer starter quali- starter level quality play. And then you went to the draft and you go best player available um, at one of those spots where, you know, whether, whether you're sitting at nine, 10, 11, wherever the jets end up picking, or if they end up trading down in round one um, and grabbing themselves a tackle. I think, I think O-line is going to be the way they go. Joe Douglas has shown that he loves to take O-line early, which I have no issue with. Um, as we know, the biggest issue with Joe Douglas has been the health of the picks, not the picks themselves. So, we, you know, we had this conversation the other day, uh, uh, myself and a few Jets fans, and they're saying, oh, you know, Joe Douglas can't build an O-line, and that's what we need, and that's a disaster, and it's the end of the world. And I said, listen, he can build an O-line. He just, you know, you can't predict. And, and as I've the point I've raised before, you have several guys who he drafted who played well and had no injury history and have been killed by injuries since being drafted. You can't predict that. You did, How are you going to know AVT was going to have multiple injuries and M- Makai Becton was going to miss two years? Like, just keep drafting high-level linemen, and eventually, I, I hope anyway, some of these guys are going to stay healthy and you're going to be set. But get somebody like Williams and Brown in free agency. Mike Evans would be phenomenal. But get somebody like that in free agency and then address it in the draft and, and move forward. Along those lines, Glenn, T. Diddy Jammer asks, given the choice... Would you rather the Jets sign Mike Evans or Curtis Samuel? I like Curtis Samuel, and I recognize that this sounds absurd on the surface, but obviously the difference in money is what would be the quandary here. I just think that the Jets have to do everything they can to go all in the next two years. That was the gambit they made when they got Aaron Rodgers. And so with that being the case, you spend what you have to spend if you can get Mike Evans, bring him in here, put him together with Garrett Wilson, and all of a sudden you're cooking with gas course you still have to fix the offensive line but the point is you'd have two top passing game weapons for Aaron Rodgers and unlike somebody like Devontae Adams you wouldn't have to trade anything to get Mike Evans you would just have to pay him yeah I I think that money you know I've I've had this conversation with folks who who tend to think the salary cap isn't real um it is and that's you know the example I always use is Amari Cooper like there's a reason why he's no longer a Dallas Cowboy and it's because of the cap you can get to a point, you know, yes, there is some wiggle room flexibility, but that only exists to a point. Um, and I know, I understand it's a year or two off, but the Jets are about to face a problem that they've not faced in a very long time. That problem being they have a lot of very talented young players who are going to be looking for their first me- mega deals within the next couple years. And with that in mind, you can't really go out and spend and grab one of these receivers on a three or four year deal with a huge cap hit and bonus money. If you let them go so that you can retain, you know, when it's time for sauce, when it's time for JJ, when it's time for Brees and Garrett Wilson and, 
you know, Michael Carter's going to be a free agent soon and, and DJ Reed's going to be a free agent. Like those five guys right there, we're talking $120 million of the cap if you were hoping to keep those guys. So adding another sort of $20 million a year guy or 18, you know, in that ballpark like Mike Evans seems kind of tough. So that's why I look at the Browns and as you mentioned, Samuel, like guys like that. Next question comes in from Peter J. Dillard. He says, Scott and the esteemed Mr. Naughton, now that we are all sucked back in, what do you think happens against Miami? Do the Jets lose or do they win and keep winning just long enough to have a chance to get into the playoffs only for it to come crashing down and the Jets get the worst possible draft pick without making the playoffs, thus ensuring we have nothing but hurt and misery? That would be the Jets' way, though, wouldn't it, Glenn, that they go on a tear, still don't make the playoffs, and then they get the worst possible draft pick you could get without making the playoffs. And you look back at it and say, where was this all year? If only they had done this earlier, they would have made the playoffs, and it becomes another one of those lost seasons. I don't know what to tell you, Peter. I would love to be optimistic here, but I think you just got to take it week by week. The Jets have a bit of an opportunity here with Miami because – Tyreek Hill, even if he plays, is not going to be 100%. They are scrambling big time at offensive line. They signed Jonathan Harrison off the scrap heap. Everybody remembers Jonathan Harrison from his days here with the Jets. And so that offensive line is just as big of a mess, if not more so, than the offensive line that the Jets are going to be trotting out. So the Jets have an opportunity to get to Tua create some pressure. Obviously, if Tyreek Hill isn't fully healthy, that means it's open season for guys like Sauce, DJ Reed, and Michael Carter II. So the Jets might just be catching the Dolphins at the perfect time. And then from there, you got a tough game on the road against the Browns coming up on Thursday Night Football. But before that, you've got a home game against a team in Washington that's really struggling with a head coach who's a dead man walking. And then speaking of dead man walking, if you believe the report from Tom Curran, who's as credible as they come when it comes to Patriots reporting, that would mean that Bill Belichick is on his way out. And so the Jets would be facing the Patriots with a lame duck, Bill Belichick as the head coach. That would be wild. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that if Zach Wilson continues to play well, Hackett continues to be a little more aggressive on offense and they stay relatively healthy and they're big playmakers, namely Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and to a lesser extent, Tyler Conklin continue to step up. It's not crazy that the Jets could win, say, three of their last four. And then at that point, like you said, they wouldn't make the playoffs, but they'd also get a middle-of-the-road draft pick. And then you're sitting here wondering what could have been and agonizing over if only Rodgers could have stayed healthy or if only they could have done better early in the year and beaten the Raiders or the Chargers or something like that. That would be the most Jets thing ever. So that could happen. But then again, they could also lose the Dolphins game and then spiral out and lose all of them. So who knows? Yeah, I think when it comes to the Jets, the safe money is always on pain and misery. Um, (laughs) I mean, we know that all too well. Um, this Dolphins game, listen, the injuries on the O-line for the Dolphins, to me, make this a winnable game. I think the Jets actually do win this game. I think I think this Jets defense, for the first time this year, I know it's only, you know, I know they had some games earlier in the year where they scored points, and maybe that was the case then too, but after, you know, over a month of scoring three, six, nine points a game, after what they did last week, I think these guys are going to be salivating for like, j- just knowing, or at least feeling, we'll see how Zach plays, right? But having that feeling that our effort might stand up, like if we can hold these guys, it might matter. Whereas in previous weeks, once you give up 10, you know the game's over. 
Now you feel like, look, if we can put up 21-24, we could win this thing. And as you said, very banged up on the old line, this Dolphin team now. And this Jets D line, of course, you know, uh, Quinn and Williams up front leading the way. I could see the Jets winning this game. Um, now, what happens from here? I, I think if, if Zach plays well again, I think the biggest thing with Zach is, and Robert Sala said it, and I, I you know, I, I think he hit the nail on the head with this. He said he thinks Zach's been confident this year, but nothing builds confidence more than actually performing, like proving to yourself, showing yourself you can play at a high level. The way Zach just played, he's going to come into this game confident. If he manages to put up 24 points, and I think the Jets steal a win, and the Jets steal a win, which I think they will, then who knows what happens from that point. Now, listen, playoffs, I, I saw a number the other day that if the Jets win out, um, and I, that may have changed now because they won, obviously, and some key teams lost. But as of a few days ago, the, the numbers were that if the Jets won out, there was an 11% chance they would make the playoffs. So if they went out and missed the playoffs, I think the biggest question at the end of the season is going to be what would have happened if they hadn't gone to Tim Boyle and they started letting Zach Wilson throw it earlier in the year. Glenn Norton, editor, JetNation.com. Thanks so much for coming on and answering some mailbag questions with me. Really appreciate it. Make sure you check out everything Glenn's doing at JetNation.com and on JetNation Radio. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some awesome all 22 breakdowns on our channel. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. It's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.